good evening. Thanks, Pop. Um, I had to draw attention uh, to Christmas caroling tomorrow night because I looked at the list and uh, there were zero names on it. And I do not want to be singing solos all night uh, to, to some folks. I mean, I will because uh, I've already got some places set up. So if nobody shows up, I'm going to be singing Christmas carol, carol solo style. Um, we'll see how that goes. But uh, seriously, I do hope that uh, you can show up tomorrow night at 6. We're meeting here, and then we will drive. If you want to drive, you can. We'll also take a bus. Uh, but meet here at 6, and we'll go to a, a few different places tomorrow and on Tuesday. So hopefully you can uh, make it out for that uh, tomorrow night. It's always a good time encouraging some folks in our congregation. Um, in Romans 12, Paul gets really practical with the, uh, the church in Rome, with the Christians in Rome. Gives them a lot of different things that they should be doing. And by extension, that means we should be doing. And what I want to focus on tonight is what he says in Romans 12:10. He says, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor. There it is on the, on the screen here. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor. We'll look at both parts of this verse, but I want to focus on the second part right now. Give preference to one another in honor. I really like the way uh, the NIV uh, renders this. They say honor one another above yourselves in that second half. Honor one another above yourselves. Instead of seeking uh, honor for ourselves or glory for ourselves, we should be seeking that for our brothers and sisters. But I like even better the way the ESV renders this. The second part of that verse uh, in, in the ESV says, outdo one another in showing honor. It's like we should be trying our hardest to, to show one another honor, to show our brothers and sisters in honor. It's, it's not like it's a competition, but the point I think he's, he's saying there is we need to be showing one another honor. How often do we do that? How often do we recognize people and, and thank people for what they, they mean to us? or for what they've done for us, and giving them the proper respects that they deserve. What would it look like if each of us honored the people that meant a lot to us, the, the, the people that, that have done so much for us, our brothers and sisters in Christ? That would be a, a great thing if each of us was outdoing one another in showing honor. And so that's what I want us to, to look at tonight. The thing is, Paul didn't just say honor one another above yourselves or outdo one another in showing honor. He actually did this himself. There are many times in the scriptures in Paul's letters where he calls people by name, or, or he's writing, of course, but he's, he's writing to people by name and he thanks them for something that they've done or he commends them for their work in the gospel. He recognizes their, their faith. He recognizes their work in Christ. He's showing them honor. He's giving the honor that, that they deserve for their work in the Lord. A really good example of this is Romans 16, the end of this book. He gives greetings to person after person after person. But within these greetings, he is thanking people. And he's recognizing people for what they've done. One such example is Romans 16, 3 and 4. Paul says this, Greet Prisca and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who for my life risked their own necks, to whom not only do I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. Prisca and Aquila, that's Priscilla and Aquila, 
Prisca seems to be just another uh, a variant spelling of her of that name. Um, and so uh, these people showed up in the book of Acts and were very well acquainted with Paul. And Paul, he's recognizing them here. They're my fellow workers in Christ Jesus. But something we don't have recorded in Scripture, they risked their own necks for him, risked their lives for him. Don't know what exactly what went on there, but they, did, they risked their necks for Paul. And because of these things, Paul's like, I, I just have to give them thanks. And not only me, but all these churches of the Gentiles. Paul's recognizing these people. And again, you go through Romans 16, you can see many more examples. And in other letters, Paul honors people. And so tonight, I want to do what Paul says to, to do, to honor. Uh, and I know we've kind of already done this, and this will be a little bit different. But I do want to honor Blaine and Auburn and Dawn uh, one last time for Blaine and Auburn. Because this is the last worship service that they're going to have with us. Uh, in terms of being uh, members here and our, our youth ministry, working with the youth here. Um, and of course, Dawn's going to be retiring in a couple of weeks. And so... I wanted to point to some specific things that they have done, some specific things uh, or ways that they, things that they mean to us, and uh, hopefully we can get, get some lessons from this as well. Uh, we'll have some application from each of these points. Um, so first of all, I want to say to Blaine, Auburn, and Dawn, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Um, by entering into a youth ministry position, and by entering into a secretary position, these are by nature serving positions. Uh, you, it, when, you, when you do these things, you know you're getting what you're getting into. You're serving people. They're service-oriented jobs. And Blaine and Auburn and Dawn have stepped in and served so well over these last few years. And they've done so many things for, for the congregation. Blaine and Auburn uh, have worked with our youth uh, for, for several years now. And that is such an important job to be done the youth of a congregation are so very important they're not just the church of the future they're the church of today as well folks and they bring a vibrancy to our congregation but also this is where really faith is made for many people is in the teen years and so to have somebody leading them serving them like Blaine and Auburn have is so very important um, taking them on trips you know, doing Bible classes, just being there for them, getting to know them, serving them in, in different ways. And they've done that uh, so well. Uh, but not only that, I think about other things Blaine and Auburn have done. They've hopped in other ministries. Uh, our young adult ministry, they hosted a, uh, a dinner on Tuesday nights for several weeks and allowed us to come into their home, had a meal for us there. Um, they, they were serving us by doing that. And, and, and many other things... I, they're the type of people that if you call on them, and Don, it can be coupled in this as well. They're the type of people you call on them, and they're going to find a way to help you. I can remember, uh, and Blaine will have a laugh at this, but several months ago, I had a flat tire. And uh, I, 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 we changed it and had a, a spare tire on there, but David took me to buy a new tire from Mavis up here. And uh, I had it in my car, and I was going to change it myself when I got home that night. And I, I am not a handyman, y'all. I'm just not. Uh, I wish I was. But um, I messed up with the, uh, with the jack, and it, it, was, it was not a pretty situation. So I called up Blaine, and I said, Blaine, you have an extra jack. I really need it. And he says, I'm, I'm coming over right now. And Blaine sped over the, the, to my house. This, By the way, this is, what, 9 or 10 o'clock at night? 
I mean, this was, this was not like in the afternoon. Blaine just comes over, and he just helps me put my, my tire back on. It took us a while because I had messed up so bad. But that's the type of thing uh, Blaine has done for a lot, a lot of people. And da- me and David were talking about this in the office. <laughs> we call on Blaine like, hey, can you help us move a couch? Or can you help us, you know, do, and Blaine's there to help. Auburn the same way. And Don can also be uh, coupled into this. Um, and so for their service with the youth and, and other things, we, we say thank you. But for Don, y'all, Don has done so much for this congregation, so many things that slip under the cracks sometimes. Uh, but, but she does so many things, setting out communion every single week, printing the bulletins out, sending out prayer requests and updates, uh, going to the bank on the behalf of the church, cutting checks. I mean, you name it, Dawn has, has done it. Answering phone calls, that first friendly voice people hear. Dawn has really served this church so well. And, and again, these positions are service positions. And let's not forget, Dawn has been an integral part of our Meals on Wheels program. Even when she was sick and, and really not feeling good through chemotherapy, she showed up and she served. She's done that so very well. And so for, to, to Blaine, Auburn, and Dawn, thank you for your service. We really, really appreciate your service to the church here at Creekwood. I will never forget what you've done. So my challenge for everybody here is find your place to serve in the church. Find a place to serve in the church. I feel like we've, we've come back to this many times recently. But it's God's will that each of us is a functioning member of the body of Christ. And folks, you don't have to be a minister or an elder or a deacon to serve in the church. Certainly we do as ministers and deacons and elders. But every member, God wants every member to be serving in the body of Christ. I want to point to 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 10 and 11. As each one has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Whoever speaks is to do so as one who is speaking the utterances of God. Whoever serves is to do so as one who is serving by the strength, strength which God supplies, so that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belongs the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Uh, There's a passage in Romans that's similar to this. We all have been given gifts by God. Whatever our gift is, we need to be employing that gift in serving one another. Blaine and Auburn and Don have done that and have have used their gifts to serve here at Creekwood. What are are each of us doing? That's what I'm asking us to do tonight. Just think about what are are we doing? Where have we found a place to serve here at, at Creekwood? And there are so many things that, that, that we could get involved in. There's a lot of ministries going on. And let me say this real quick. I have to brag on many of you who showed up and served for the holiday giveaway, the food giveaway this past weekend. That's something that, that we needed help with. And, folks, you, you responded. And we really, really appreciate your service in that regard. And we challenge you, find a place to, to get plugged in and serve. And when we have opportunities, be there and serve in the body of Christ. So that's the first thing that we wanted to thank Blaine, Auburn, and Don for. Secondly, we wanted to say thank you for your devotion. Thank you for your devotion to, to Creekwood. And why I say that is Romans 12.10, the verse that we're looking at tonight. I want to look at the first half here. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor. Be devoted to one another. Look, Paul says to be devoted to, to whom? 
to one another, to our brothers and sisters in Christ. That's who we're to be devoted to. No doubt we are to be devoted to God first and foremost. That's what David talked about this morning. But there's a clear expectation to be devoted to one another, to our brothers and sisters in Christ. And what's really interesting about this is uh, the, the word devoted here is not probably what we think of when we think of devoted. Uh, when we think of devoted, we probably think of like being committed. But the word in, in Greek really actually really points to love. Uh, in fact, here, here's Thayer's Greek lexicon says that this word is used mostly in regard to the tenderness between children and parents. Uh, or Help's Word Study says, devoted love shown by family members. It's that special affection shared between members of God's family, people born again. And so it's really pointing to love and affection, devoted love to one another. And there is no doubt in my mind, and I know you know this too, that Blaine, Auburn, and Don have loved this congregation, have had an affection for the people here at this congregation. They have deeply loved God first and foremost, but they've deeply loved the, the people here at, at Creekwood. They have been devoted to us in brotherly love. And I know many of you have probably felt that love from each of them. But I do also want to point to the commitment that they've had, right? Being committed to the work here at Creekwood, being committed to, to serving us. I mean, these things kind of build on each other here tonight. But their commitment has been so great. And I, I point to Dawn, too, being so sick with chemotherapy and, and, and cancer, and she still showed up, and she's still working, because she, she's committed. And so we, I wanted to recognize their devotion, their love and affection for this church and their commitment to this church over the last few years. Again, these positions of secretary and, and youth minister, they're positions that are centered around loving people. I mean, you, you have to have a love for people to be in these jobs. And as we work in these jobs, you grow to love these, the people more and more. And there's no doubt that, that Blaine and Auburn have done that and Dawn as well. So here's my challenge for everyone here. Strengthen your devotion to your brothers and sisters in Christ. I just want every one of us to, to look at our own selves. Have I been devoted to my brothers and sisters? Or have my affections been tied to other things? And what David said this morning is the most important thing. If our affections, if our devotion is set on God, that's how we can love others better. But I do want us to think about how has my devotion been to my brothers and sisters in Christ? Have I been affectionate towards my brothers and sisters in Christ, really loving them and being committed to them? Blaine, Auburn, and Don have done that for these last several years. Where's our devotion? Where's our devotion to our brothers and sisters in Christ? That's what I want us to take a look at tonight. Again, Paul says, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor. And I also want to say to Blaine, Auburn, and Don, thank you for your friendship. And I know this is similar, but I wanted to highlight something a little bit different here. It's the building of relationships with individuals, the, the, the strong relationships with individual members within the body of Christ. And I know that Blaine, Auburn, and Don have done that. And I, for one, count Blaine, Auburn, and Don as my friends. 
and I always will. They are my friends because I've spent the last year and a half working alongside them. I've had great conversations with each of them. I've, I've had great talks with, with them. I've had great laughs with them. And because of these time, the time we've spent together, we've grown a friendship. And I know many of you in this crowd can say that you've had a friendship with Blaine and Auburn and Don. That close connection with them. Not just the, hey, how you doing type of thing, but the really knowing one another. And like I've already pointed to, these are the type of people that you call on them, they're going to be there. The, the, the friendships that they have built here have been incredible and things that are going to last forever. Even though Blaine and Auburn are moving, we've got these friendships here at Creekwood. And they'll last for eternity because of what Jesus Christ has done. But I want to say thank you to your friendship. And I, I've known Blaine and Auburn for a long time. Uh, you know, through, really with Auburn, goes way back to Indian Creek Youth Camp. Um, and then Blaine and Auburn, both in college. And I consider them friends. In these last few years, we've grown that relationship. And I know so many of you have been touched by them and their friendship. And the same with Dawn. Many of you have gotten to know her and built a close relationship with her. And I just want to say thank you for your friendship. A few months ago uh, at our friends and family day, I pointed to David and Jonathan and their friendship. And I came up with these, we, we pointed to these applications. Number one, a true friend loves you as they love their self. Number two, a true friend is committed to you. Number three, a true friend will protect you. A true friend will stick up for you. A true friend will do whatever needs to be done for you. And a true friend will help you draw closer to God. I think these things can be applied to Blaine, Auburn, and Don. They're, they're a true friend. True friends to, to many of us here in this congregation. And so I say thank you for that friendship uh, to Blaine, Auburn, and Don. Here's my challenge for all of us. Build stronger relationships with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Build stronger relationships with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Folks, I, I would argue that our closest relationships should be with one another. With the people sitting in this room right now, this is where our closest relationships should be. And the other members of our, our congregation who are, who are not here tonight, that's where our closest relationships should be because of the bond that unites us in Christ. And folks, we, we shouldn't just you know, know each other as in, again, hey, how you doing? But we should really know one another know what's going on in one another's lives and be there for one another at, all, at any time, at the drop of a hat, be there for one another, know what's going on and be truly intimate with each other's lives, like what's going on in each other's lives. Sometimes we can be real vague with one another. We need to build strong relationships and really know one another, have these close friendships. And I'm reminded of the, the church in the book of Acts. Chapter 2, when the church was first beginning, that is a tight-knit group. These people were devoted to one another. They were in each other's homes regularly. They were worshiping with each other regularly. They're breaking bread with each other regularly, praying with each other. Are we doing these things with one another? And if we're not, that's my challenge, to build stronger relationships with your brothers and sisters in Christ. And what this is going to take is time. We have to sacrifice some time and spend time with one another. 
not just in, in worship to God, this is a really important time, but outside in the foyers, talking with one another, but even outside of that time, getting together outside of, of worship times and Bible class times, spending time and inviting one another into each other's homes and really getting to know one another, building those close relationships. The stronger we are, the stronger we can be for, for those outside the church. And so we need to build these closer relationships with one another. How are we doing in that regard? Individually, how are we doing it with relationships with our brothers and sisters in Christ? And Blaine and Auburn and Don have built some great relationships here, great friendships that will last forever. What about you and I? Are we doing that this evening? I wanted to, to end by pointing to a, a passage in Philippians chapter 1. Uh, Paul was very close to the Philippian church. Uh, they had partnered with him from the beginning of his ministry, basically, I mean, all the way through. They loved Paul. Paul loved them. They sent him a gift through Epaphroditus. Uh, they were very close. And Paul says this in Philippians chapter 1, verses 3 through 5. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always offering prayer with joy in my every prayer for you all in view of your participation in the gospel from the first day until now. And what I wanted to end with was with Blaine, Auburn, and Don. When we think of you, we just say thank you to God. We thank God for the time we've had with you here. And with Don, who's, who's going to be retiring, we just say thank you. And every, every time we think about you, we just have to thank God for the time that we've had with you here and the memories that we've made and the joy that we share together. And we really appreciate all you've done. And folks, let's, let's take some of these lessons and really build these relationships with one another as God has called us to do. And we thank you, Blaine and Auburn. We wish you all the best. And Dawn, we wish her the best in her retirement. We love you all. And that's the thing about this is the love that we share, nothing can break that. The bond that unites us in Jesus Christ, nothing can break it. So thank you to Blaine, Auburn, and Dawn. Would you pray with me, please? Father God, we are just so, so thankful for Blaine, Auburn, and Don and the, the work that they have put in here uh, at Creekwood. God, for their service, for their devotion, for their friendships that they've built here. Father, we pray that we will, we will serve, that we will be devoted, that we will build friendships and relationships here in the, in the body of Christ here at Creekwood, like Blaine, Auburn, and Don have done. We're so thankful for them. And, and we just thank you for the joy that they brought our lives. And we pray sincerely, God, that you bless them in all their endeavors moving forward. As Blaine and Auburn move to Macon, Georgia, and have a new congregation up there, God bless them in their work. We pray that it is fruitful and that they will impact the congregation up there, Father. And God, we pray for Dawn and her retirement. And we pray for John as well, Lord, and that they will have many more happy years together. God, we're just so thankful for the time that we've had working with them here. And we just pray that you bless them and all that they undertake from here on out. God, we're so thankful for the body of Christ here at Creekwood. And, and all the brothers and sisters here in this room tonight, we pray that we will be strong in you and in one another. And know one another deeply. And Father, as David pointed out this morning, we want to know you first and foremost so that we can love one another better. Father, help us to find our place to serve. Help us to be devoted to one another and to build close relationships with one another. God, we love you so much. 
And we thank you again for our brothers and sisters in Christ. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Tonight, if you have a need and you would like to come forward, if you have anything, please come forward right now as we stand and as we sing.